The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Thank you, Belinda. Thank you, Abraham, to be host. And thank you, everybody, for joining today's session. This is Vileen Shah, your facilitator for I Love Braille, uh, uh, welcoming you on October the 5th, 2023. This event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind and supported by the American Council of the Blind. Friends, I see so many new faces. So it looks our presenter, Don Bilpush, is very popular. And maybe the product that she's going to talk is something that many people are interested in knowing more about it. And that's a good sign. Okay, so well, Don has started learning Braille at age six months. That is something amazing. And she is not only a great Braille user, but also expert in electronic Braille devices. And that's why today we are going to have her presentation on Humanware e-reader. I would like to remind you all that we have had a presenter uh, doing presentation on e-reader and he covered mainly Zoomax. The NLS, National Library Service for the Print Disabled, provides two kinds of e-reader and uh, one of them is Zoomax and another one is called Humanware. Before I hand over this mic to Don Bilpush, I would like to specify for some of my beginner learners whom I see here, uh, they are doing with me Braille 101 and assuming that they are not enough aware of what I'm talking about, that I would like to tell that an e-reader helps you to read what appears on the computer. Many of you might have used or might be knowing about the screen reader that speaks what appears on the computer, but the e-reader helps you to read in Braille what appears on the computer. And using that, you may read books and pamphlets and uh, course materials and anything you can read on a braille display. The dots, braille dots are embossed according to the letters appearing on the screen and you can read each letter one by one. You can read both either contracted braille or uncontracted braille. So my beginner learners, you may consider doing this but of course you may want to request your regional cooperative library to get you one e-reader and then even if you have not learned contracted braille you can still order 
or download a book. You can download it on the e-reader and then read it in uncontracted braille as well. Well, I'm not a speaker today. Our guest speaker is Don, and I will hand over our floor to Don Bilpush. Thank you, Don. Welcome. Hey, Baleen. Um, it's an honor to be speaking about this and Thank you. to be here today. So, um, I, you know, so like he said, yes, I do. Sorry to interrupt, Don, but I was, I'm just curious to inform you that we have 34 participants. Holy crap. More than we expected. Okay, go ahead. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that will boost your spirit. That's why I thought yes. I would intervene. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. Go ahead. So, like I said, you know, like you said, yes, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at with electronic braille devices. Um, used my first braille note since I was seven years old, and I'm 26 now. So, <laughs> um, so, but today the e-reader, I have mine sitting right here just in case. So, what is it actually? So the NLS Humanware Braille e-reader is a 20-cell display with a Perkins-style keyboard. It is similar to a Brilliant BI-20X, and it allows you to get and read books on the device on an, an SD card, or you can use a USB stick. Um, and you can also get them on a cartridge. So you can also connect it to your phone, computer, or tablet, and you can use it as a Braille display. So I'm going to go into what the device cannot do. You cannot take notes directly on board the device. Um, however, you can take notes if you have an app on your phone. You can pair your e-reader to your display and you can use it. There's also going to be zero audio component to this device. There's no audio that is available on your talking book player, which we're not gonna get into today. So how do you get these newfangled things? So if you don't already have one, um, contact your NLS library and request one. So if you're just starting out, um, you can ask if the library has a sample cartridge of books that they can send you. And from there, you can just copy the files from the cartridge to the e-reader and then return the cartridge. So um, I had never done that because I use BARD, so I'm, I'm pretty tech savvy. But I know not everybody has access to that type of resources and knowledge. So what's in the box? So you're going to have the e-reader itself. Um, you're also going to have kind of a lanyard that you can clip to it. I recommend doing that. And a case, which please, please use. That will save your e-reader so much. Um, you're going to have a user guide, which I recommend as you... I recommend you read it as you're getting started. Um, a cable for charging the device along with its charging block. And you're also going to get a cable for connecting an NLS cartridge to your e-reader. 
So now we're going to get into physical description and other general information. On the top, there's a Perkins style keyboard with the space bar on the left and the right and your backspace, which is your dot seven on the left and your enter slash new line key, which is, a, which is dot eight on the right. Above the space bars, you have 20 braille cells. And above that, you have the cursor routing buttons. So you have 20 cells and you have 20 cursor routing buttons. On the front of the display, you have the home button in the center and two thumb keys on either side of the home button. The previous and left panning keys are on the left and the next and advanced buttons are on the right. The panning buttons allow you to move by line or other elements. Um, the left side has a USB-A port for plugging in a thumb drive. The power off slash on button. And you can tell that because it's got a little bump on it, kind of similar to a number five on a landline phone or um, an old or a or a non-smartphone. <laughs> um and you also have a USB-C port for charging. So there is an SD card slot on the left back side of the unit. On the right are volume buttons and a headphone jack, which are not usable. So you have the following apps on board the device. You have your book reader for reading books and periodicals. You have a file manager for managing all of your files, including external storage devices. You have it, you have something where you can check your date and your time. You have apps for the services that this e-reader supports, NLS Bard, NFB Newsline, and yes, Bookshare. That is one thing that us humanware people can crow about is there is direct download feature on that e-reader for Bookshare. Sorry, Zumax. A settings menu where you can set up your Wi-Fi, change and configure settings, check for and download updates, etc. Um, you have the option to use the device as a braille display with your computer, phone, or tablet, like I mentioned earlier. A way to check your battery status. Um, you also have a built-in user guide. And a power off option. And you also have a reboot option. So if you're... You know, so if things are kind of acting a little funky, um, you can hit that option and it will shut the device down and then it will restart it. So that's just a quick way to kind of, you know, get rid of the tech gremlins and try to make them behave themselves. Um, where to get books? You can get books from NLS Bard and Bookshare. And you can get uh, magazines from NLS Bard as well braille magazines and you can get newspapers and magazines from nfb newsline as well you must be connected to wi-fi for these to work you are not going to be able to sign in unless you're connected or get books so to set it up go to the settings option then wi-fi then turn on wi-fi if it's not enabled and find your network and then Enter your details, such as a password, and you're good to go. Um, I would say you could, 
I would say like, depending on how complex your password is, do it in computer braille. But if your network doesn't have a password, you're fine. You can just connect. So you can also call your NLS library and request to get books on cartridge. So once you receive the cartridge, you can plug it into your e-reader using the short cable that it came with. And you can copy the books over to the e-reader. And then all you do is return the cartridge to your NLS library. You can keep the files on the e-reader. You can also go to either the BARD website on or Bookshare website on your computer or your tablet if it supports thumb drives. Um, and you can download books and put them on a flash drive or SD card and then put it in the e-reader and either read the books on the external storage or copy the book to your e-reader. So now we're gonna go into a quick look at the settings menu. So like I said, we're just gonna do a quick look because there's a lot to unpack here. So you have a user settings submenu where you can change various things, including toggling braille reflow on and off. Um, that just means, you know, so books don't split since they're made for that one line type of system. Um, and you can turn on or off the beeps and vibrations, etc. You have a Braille profile setting, which allows you to change your Braille grade. Um, if you are still learning Braille, this can be very useful to you. So you can change it to grade one. I have walked a couple people through how to do this in various places already. So you also have settings for both Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. You also have something called software updates which allows you to check for and download updates. Um, I think you can also get updates on a cartridge. Um, I would, to do that, honestly, I would check with your library. So now we're gonna get into a breakdown of the main application on this device, the book reader. We're gonna break this down. So the book reader app, it's the first option in the main menu of the device. So you can go to your book list and see all your content, including anything that's on external storage if it's plugged in. So you might see Charlotte's Web and then in parentheses USB if it's on your thumb drive. Or you might see um, Charlotte's Web SD or SD card if it's on your SD card. So that's how you're going to know what's what's where. And then if something's on board the device, you know, it'll say downloaded or online or you know, something like that. Um, so, but it's not going to show you any external storage if it's plugged in. Then you have an item called recently read. And it shows you the last five things you were reading. And then you also have a search option, which allows you to search for a book. So I know this is the, the next thing we're going to talk about. It's not something we like to think about. But as we all know, tech gremlins, they don't like to wait till after midnight to become active. And when working with a piece of technology that is as complex as this, they will wreak havoc. They will invade. 
So first off, NLS does have some YouTube videos for both Humanware and Zumax e-readers. Um, I both have and do help people with their devices, including our very own facilitator over here, as well as a consumer of a Center for Independent Living. I do help. Um, rather, it's in the I also help on the Braille Room calls on Sundays and Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Or I also can answer stuff in question and answer sessions on I Love Braille. Or I'm also willing to help people one-on-one -on -one outside of those spaces. And I am giving Valine permission to give my contact information to people who need it. I've also sent an email to community at ACB org to let them know, hey, if people contact you guys requesting my contact information for the e-reader, I'm more than willing to help out. Just feel free to drop them a line and give it to them. And I can definitely help you connecting it with your iPhone or iPad with voiceover and using it as a braille display with voiceover. I don't have experience with Windows side of things um, or, you know, really, um, but I'm sure somebody else in the group does. So I can try and help you troubleshoot things as well. If there are questions we can't get to on the call today, I'll be more than happy to follow up with you after the call and see what I can do to help you. If you have other issues, like if your device is not working or it needs replaced or repaired, etc. Um, your library will be able to support you. I am going to tell you right here, right now, I don't work for NLS. So if you call and, hey, can you replace my e-reader? Or, you know, like, hey, I'm having issues with something that's a little bit more complex. I'm going to tell you, call your library. They're going to be able to support you better than I'm going to be able to support you with that. So also, there is a context menu in whatever app you're in, and you can access it if you get stuck. All you do is press space with the letter H, and you will find the commands, and you'll find, so like top of file, it will say space with dots one, two, three. You can press enter on that command to activate it, or you can go out of the context menu and do that yourself. But that's why they have it that way, so that you can you can learn what the command is, and you can activate it with just a simple key press if you're brand new to this, and it doesn't. Um, yeah, so you can do this. So also, one final thought I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with before I before I take before I pass the baton back to Valine for questions. Mm -hmm. Don't think that you have to learn everything all at once. Don't overwhelm yourself. That's where you're going to start running into problems. You can absorb it in little bits and you, you can take bites. You, you, you know, you wouldn't shove a whole sandwich into your mouth at one time and eat it. No, you take bites out of it. So, you know, don't be afraid to do it that way with the e-reader. Plus, I'm sure we all remember the days when we had to carry around and store big, bulky, hard copy Braille materials. I know I do. 
and I still have quite a lot. But now we have the e-readers from NLS and they cost nothing. You can get these completely for free. So if you so if you've wanted to display, but oh my gosh, it's too expensive and you live in the US or they might be able to do something if you're a citizen that's living abroad. I would know about that. Reach out to NLS regarding that. But you can get an e-reader and not have to pay hundreds to thousands of dollars for that. So, and you can get this and you can carry around an entire library in your purse or in your backpack. I know I do. And I, it's refreshing, honestly. So I'm going to pass the baton back to Valine and Ibrahim for any questions, comments, concerns that anybody has. And thanks for coming in to listen to me babble on. And <laughs> Thank you, Don, for this wonderful informative presentation. Uh, I may want to tell uh, those who are uh, new to this concept and this hardware that it's not easy to explain a hardware online or through Zoom or from a distance. Uh, hardware can be better explained on a one-on-one -on -one basis or, you know, uh, in person. But Dawn did a great job. She covered most of the aspects of humanware e-reader. So once again, e-reader is the one that is a device connected to your computer or even not necessarily connected and it helps you read in braille you can read anything that appears on your computer screen if it is connected with the computer it does not have to be it operates on wi-fi so you can download a book you can download any material or you can connect it with your iphone and make notes on your iphone and uh, you can check whether you know what you wrote is correct or not i would like to share nls which is national library service for the print disabled phone number uh, by chance do you have it on um i can go and look at i can go and look at yeah. okay fast. yeah yeah so if you can find it we will give them the phone number for those who have who do not have this device and for those who have it and who are trying to uh, um, learn more. Your best, yeah. your best okay. bet, Valine, though, is I, to contact yeah. your regional library if you want to request an e-reader. That's going to be your best bet. Since there are two e-readers that are being circulated, okay. I can't tell yeah. you which state which states have humanware and which states have Zumax. I know Ohio has humanware because that's where I live at. But like Corey Cadlick said on the presentation for Zumax, all of this is going to depend on where you live. <laughs> so in other words, Dawn can help you if you have the device. She cannot get you the device. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I can't get you. I can't get you the contact device. Contact <laughs> your NLS library or regional library service yes. and ask for e-reader. And uh, then... Dawn comes into picture. She has offered her personal help, which is great. 
and she is willing to share her contact information. So if you need her information, if you need to get in touch with Dawn, send me your email to Shah, which is S-H-A-H, at East Bay Center for the Blind dot O-R-G. At this point, I would also like to mention again that the East Bay Center for the Blind has now started offering basic Braille learning courses. We call it Learn at Home Braille. That means you can sit at home and still learn Braille using our courses. So I have Braille 101 already going on, which is uncontracted Braille. Braille 102 is about to be ready, hoping to uh, have it done by the end of December and getting started starting the new year, January. And in doing this, see, let me tell you one thing. Unlike some other organizations for the blind, the East West Center for the Blind is quite a small organization. And it does not have tons of funds. So I was able to have Braille 101 course designed by paying a course designer and all donations came from my I love Braille participants. I really love, I love my, I love Braille participants. They supported me so much with this initiative that I am taking through East Bay Center for the Blind. So I would like to appeal to you, those who would like to promote Braille, support Braille, support our program, may consider uh, sending the donations if you are able to and if you are willing to, no pressure. You can either use the PayPal option online, which is www.eastbaycenterfortheblind.org or you can send make a check, the East Bay Center for the Blind and ask me for the address. I can give you the address, but I know it's not easy to remember. It's 2928 Adeline Street in Berkeley, California, 94703, but that won't help. So you may send me an email or call me for the address if you are willing to send a check. I already received a few checks last week, so I, I'm so thankful for these donors who have, who have shown their willingness to support our program okay so please do if you can and now the floor is open for questions i know that there are so many questions so let's see let's try our have, best i have the nls yes. phone number yeah. yes go um, ahead I this. so yes. it is 888-657-7323 so that's if Once you again. want to find yeah. your library or something else related to NLS kind of as a whole, 888-657-7323. But like I said before, if you're requesting an e-reader, you need to contact your NLS library that's in your state or territory. Perfect. Okay, let's take questions. Is the first okay. person Rick uh, Abraham? Yes. Yes. Rick on the iPhone. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, 
Uh, actually, I had two. I don't know if that's fair for me to do that, but mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if these are available in all states yet. Last I knew, there were just some pilot states. But my real question is, the uh, she mentioned a, a search feature. Do you have to go into a menu for that, and does it um, search for passages within a book or the books that are actually loaded to your machine, or does it actually go to like a barred website or Bookshare website and search that? Thanks. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna take. Okay, so um, there are some states that don't have e-readers. There are some states that do. So, um, the only question that I can, the only answer I can give you, Rick, is again, contact your library where you're at and see what uh -huh. they're saying. That's the only answer I can give you there. So, so for searching. There is an NLS barred application on your e-reader in the online services menu where you can go and search for books on barred. So you can do that. Your right. search feature in the book reader allows you to search for books, um, but there is something. So say you're in Charlotte's web and you want to find a certain phrase or, you know, say you're in a deciphering dots call. Um, and you want to find a phrase in the children's book that we're currently reading beneath the bed. Right. If you want to do that, you can press space with F, which is dots one, two, four, and you can type in that phrase into the find box and then you can hit enter and then it will find it. So that find something within the book. It does not find a okay, book. Okay, the find box. Is that, is that something that shows up on the computer or is that something that shows up on your machine? That's something that shows up on your machine. You have the book on your machine or on your external storage device that's plugged into your machine and you type and you're in the book so you're in beneath the bed and you type in and you press your space with a cord and you you have your find box open and then you type in whatever phrase you want to use and then you go and you hit the enter button and it finds that phrase and you're good to go it takes you directly to it the book takes you to searching for books gets you the books that you have so if you want to search for beneath the bed then you type it into the search feature in the book reader application. So there is an option that says search and that's where you go. Does so that you know the word one effect yeah. one yeah. has to do with the uh, looking for a phrase in a book you're reading and the other has to do with finding a book. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I'm assuming that more than one book is, is stored on your device. Oh, yeah, because you mind if I jump? You mind if I jump in here? The search feature, just this, just the plain search feature on the e-reader itself will find books that are that have that are already in the e-reader. Any files that you have on the e-reader itself. So if you say right. if you know a file name, you can search for if you if you know where if you know the book you're looking for that you know that you have it on the e-reader, you can find it. Right. And if okay. you don't so have it, you can search for that for and on for like a passage. Yeah, then and the find feature is only going to work if the book is open. Gotcha. That's the only time that the find feature is going to work. Okay, cool. All right. Thank, thank you. you, Michael Moore.
Thank you Thank for you. supplementing. And uh, I'm not a great e-reader user, but as I understood you all, uh, particularly Dawn, that uh, um, uh, the e-reader is quite an independent device. It doesn't need a computer or iPhone. And you can oh. still read books and everything. You can use it with a computer, hook it with, uh, with a computer only if you want to use it as a Braille display. In a, you know, in a, you want to read yeah. something which is on your computer. Otherwise, you don't need it. And uh, it's quite yeah. an independent unit. Yeah, Correct? it is. You can, and, yes. and you can also, you, yeah. when you have it hooked up to a PC, mm -hmm. uh, you can also use it as a portable drive because you can copy books straight. Uh -huh. you, you can copy you can copy any BRF file that you have oh, that is on okay. your computer. You can mm. copy books, you know, uh, BRF files and folders, whatever. You can copy stuff straight it, from your computer onto the e-reader itself. Oh, you can like, do that. Like as you copy it on a flash drive. Yep. Correct. Correct. You can copy. Yes, you can. Because you'll. Yes, there, there's a there's a way to do it. And in the user yes. and in the user guide, it goes through through step by step on what to do, how to copy stuff from a PC to your e-reader and everything else. So that should help yeah. out. Great. Thank you so much. Now we got four more hands at least, and um, I know that there will be more people uh, raising their question. hands. Yes. Yes, can we ahead. please ask people to raise their hand and wait to be called on? Thank you. Um, okay. Yes, Abraham. So I was just going to say that uh, Michael uh, uh, did say before the meeting that he would assist Dawn. Uh, that's why I've let him unmute. Um, anyway, uh, so next up is Beth. Beth. I wouldn't have any okay. session without Beth asking a question. Yeah. Yes, go ahead, Beth. Um, yeah, I was wondering, like, you talked about the cartridge. That's only if you download like audiobooks no no so you can have they do put braille books on cartridges now obviously i would get a separate cartridge for audiobooks and a separate cartridge for braille books if you could so what i'm gonna say is if you call and ask your library for a cartridge of braille books they'll put braille books on a cartridge for you and send it to your house if that's what you desire but Let's see see because i have bard on my phone so i have some braille books downloaded already in case i use like either my braille display or an e-reader like okay so so i can like can i like pair the e-reader to the phone too can yes you, you can hon oh oh you can you can. Oh, yes, you, can you can pair okay. it to the phone. You can pair it to your iPhone. Do you, do you, yeah. ha do you have an iPhone? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's okay. the only phone I have, so. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Then yes, you can pair it to your phone and you can go into Bard or Kindle or anything like that. Heck, you can even go into your email and read your email if you want to with this thing. <laughs> Oh, even even Kindle. So does it translate into Braille? Like, yeah, I everything does. that's on your screen is going to be showing up on the device on the e-reader. So if you're reading, Beth knocked at 
James do- at Jamie's door, then <laughs> it will actually translate that into Braille. So it will show up oh, on, cool. your, on your Braille device and mm-hmm. you can read it. Yes. That's yeah, just sometimes, an um, amazing feature. Yes. Yep. Sometimes okay. the audio yeah. is just, just you know, Braille keeps my attention better than audio. Yeah. Um, that's I, good to know. I agree. I'm Beth. I'm with you a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm. I'm also going to need. Um. I'm also going to get try to get your email, Valine, because I'm going to. Um, and I also know another person who knows e reader because I I learned better one on one also so and that's fine and that's fine okay um, that's fine if you get your email yeah, yeah yeah if you get my email from Valine or community at ecb dot org yeah. or whatever you want to do mm-hmm. or yeah. phone number that's that's completely fine with me okay thanks okay. yeah so you the best thing is to speech. send me an email but if you need to call the east center uh, the number is area code five one zero eight four three six nine three five email oh. is most preferred because I'm not there at the center every day and of course other people will answer your call but that may or may not help immediately okay right right great mm-hmm. okay we Thanks. go to the next. Okay, next up is Lori, and we'll follow Lori with Joel. All right. Hello, Lori. um, Thank you for the presentation, and um, I wanted to make a couple of comments. I'm a pretty elementary um, user of the the reader because, uh, I don't know, I just can't warm up to it somehow. I mean, I've read the manual. Each time I haven't used it for a while, then I go back and read the manual, and then I start a book, and it's like, uh, you know, but um, two of the one of the problems I had initially was just getting the device signed up to um, the internet, and uh, I got when when I first got the device, the, the regional library tried to help me, and they weren't trained enough, and so I talked with um, Anna Dresner, who I guess was at um, the NLS office, and um, I, it seems to me though that she had me sign up on with grade one. Uh, as I recall, but um, using the device for me is difficult because um, I'm really, when I read Braille on paper, obviously my hand moves across the page, but with what I'm trying to figure out is that with the reader, uh, if I turn scroll on or if I just use the thumb, um, the, the, the thumb, I guess you say, is some thumb key to just move uh, 20 characters by 20 characters. Um, I'm I'm so used to just moving my hand across the page of Braille that mm. I I realize I have to keep my hand still and let the Braille go under my fingers. Um, I think, and I find that difficult. So I don't know if you have any comments on what I've said, or it really isn't a question, but I just wanted to make those comments. Thank you. Well, that's a good question. You know, good concern. And let's see what Dawn has to offer. So I would say you're more than welcome to try auto scroll. I am going to tell you, I do not use that feature because I cannot find a speed that's kind of at the sweet spot. That's mm-hmm. just that it. I'm like Goldilocks. This it's too fast or too slow or too hard or too whatever. So I cannot, 
I can't find a speed. That is going to be something that is a preference thing for you. Um, so if that's the way that you want to go, maybe you could do it that way. And also I would say keep practicing with it and just see what's going on. So your password for your Wi-Fi, um, depending on how complex the password is, that might pose problems. Um, so I'm betting that's why she had you sign in using grade one or possibly computer braille. I know they also recommend that you use computer braille for password entry when you need to do that. But um, so that might be why you had some issues just because of, you know, things can get a little complex when you're trying to enter Wi-Fi passwords. I think that's why. Um, so honestly, I mean, I would just keep, keep trying and, you know, do what you keep trying it honestly. And I would look at using auto scroll because you'd be moving your hand from one side of the display to the other. And then it would just move under your fingers and you could speed it up, slow it down. Personally, I don't like that feature very much because like I said, it's a preference thing, but if you try it and like it, great. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I'll make two comment, quick comments here for Lori and everybody else. Uh, yeah, I know that reading a Braille page or a Braille book and reading on a Braille display which is like e-reader. Mm. It's so different. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. one needs to get used to that. Uh, and uh, second thing, Don, you mentioned about auto-scroll. Uh, mm. I understand that uh, if you use auto-scroll, you don't have to press uh, the button to go to the next line each after no, each 20 characters. It just keeps scrolling. In that case, you, you just have to keep a pace with the speed with which it auto-scrolls. Or you, or if you change yeah. if you change your speed yeah. so like if it's too fast you can change the speed and slow it yeah. down a little bit if that's yes. what you want to do yes so yeah you can adjust the speed according mm -hmm. to your braille reading speed but that probably <laughs> uh, that will be a little more convenient because you don't have to press uh, the button to go to the next yes. line go to the next line yeah you know uh, and you can still read. So, however, yes. it's not a page. It's just 20 characters on the display. So that is different. And that is a transition from reading yeah. books to reading e-reader. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Thank to, you. Does that answer you your both. question, Lori? Uh, yeah, it does. And, and thank you both. And thank you, Belene, because you kind of sympathized with my issue. <laughs> you. I do sympathize with you, yes. I do sympathize you know how that don't sympathize but i empathize because i okay, yeah. i'm right. a, i'm not a great <laughs> e-reader user <laughs> works for me thank you okay you'll get used to it Lori. okay Keep working at it hon all right i will thank you all right great who's next Abraham. okay um next up is joel followed by alice yes um and just to let you know that we have 17 minutes to the hour and we have six raised hands at the moment yeah i'll just keep mine brief then um because i did have something else to add but it's you know we've talked about foreign languages before um the i wanted to make a correction uh -huh. um when yeah. searching when you're searching for books you can search within the book list rather than use the search feature using the chord f the chord f is not just within a book 
However, it will search the titles and author uh, titles and locations, I believe, the SD card versus downloaded. Um, but it, it will not search within the book. But the cord F does work within the book list to find a book, which I find more convenient because I maybe I'm browsing the list and then want to search. Oh, it is going too slow. Let me search. So uh, space and F will search within the book list as well. Um, so I'll just so add how, that. How do I search in the library the book I want and not so in that my... goes back to what? Yeah. yeah, that goes back to what Don said, uh, um, yeah. going to Bard and searching for a book specifically. Yeah. And then in ah, Bookshare, you can do yeah. a full text search, um, which will search the text, full text of a book. But that's just for Bookshare. I, you know, what I do with full text search in Bookshare a lot of times, and this might help some people. So if I have a title of a book, and it's a very commonplace title, but I also have the author, I will put that title in that full text search, and I will also put the author in with it. And I usually find that it brings the book up, and it's a lot hmm. easier. So uh, that's what I would say is kind of yeah. a life hack. What can we can we search by uh, by type? Like I like to read uh, uh, futuristic books or uh, romantic books. Or can well, we go I by the type of the books? That goes to what I was about to say. Other than browsing by category, if I'm looking for a specific topic, I usually use a full text search for that. Like say I'm uh -huh. looking just for knitting books, then I'll type in N K N I T knit, and I'll get all the books that have knitting in them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Great. Okay, thank you for this additional information, Jewel, and we go to next. Okay, next up is Alice Massa, followed okay. by Estelle. Okay. okay. Alice, hello. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, she Alice still has all your music. Hello, I think I'm here now. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, you are. You yes, are. yes, I can hear you. So Thank everybody can hear you. All right. I have a question, but first I will say the latest I heard, there's still five states who have not yet received um, the option for e-readers and that those are to receive them by the end of this year. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I've heard. You, i I'm not certain how that will come about, but thought I would share that. And then I have uh, asked the local library, my cooperating library questions. And of course, they asked me to give my questions to the library at Utah. And Michael at the Utah Library has been very helpful to me in learning how to use this machine besides reading all the information that came with the machine. And two times when he could not answer my question, he sent an email to NLS, the people who deal with answering these questions every day. And then I was surprised very quickly uh, within the next day or so, too, I was called by someone at NLS who then answered my question that he was not sure about answering. So that was very helpful to me. Um, also, I wanted to ask about updating the machine. 
because I'm one of those people, I would like to have my thumb keys and panning keys flipped around. And now that can be done, I'm told, if I go in and update my machine and then go to settings and I can change because I would like to have my thumb key and panning on the left um, opposite side of where they are now because I would rather read with my right hand the Braille display and use my left hand for advancing. I hope that makes sense to everyone, what I'm trying to say and do. So my question is, how long will it take to update the machine if someone has already done that? I'm assuming I need to plug it in, even if it has a 100% charge, that I should plug it in uh, to the wall outlet or to my power strip. But I have no idea how long that will take to do the update so that I can change that setting. Um, that's, so first of all, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna kind of work backwards. So um, that is a good point, Alice. Thank you for kind of bringing that up a little bit about the some keys, how you can kind of switch them around. That might help Lori out a little bit more if she doesn't find auto scroll to her liking, which I can't blame her. Um, but I can't really say how long the update is going to take because a lot of it depends on your internet connection and how fast or slow it is. And, you know, that goes into a whole technical arena of weeds that I'm not going to go into on this call today. But But if there's someone else, though, who's on the call, who's done it, I'd just like to have a ballpark figure. I know that, you know, it's different. Michael. Like uh, I, I updated I updated my e-reader about a year ago because that's when I think that's when the last update came out. Mm, and if I remember right, maybe it, only, it probably only took maybe just maybe just a few minutes to update. And then because it will automa- yeah, 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 just a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, fif- maybe 15. Okay. And then you need to save your changes, right? Um, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everything that's on there, it sa- it saves you know everything that's on your e-reader before you update. Uh, yeah, at the, as far as I know, it should everything should stay. It does because that's what because they now because okay, Alice, does your e-reader when you go to in your menu does it have a reboot option? Yes, I've done. Then you should be, if it. If if your e-reader does have the reboot option, then you should be okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you are yeah. saying, now, Michael, now, you are saying that after making changes, you should reboot your e- e-reader. So I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, but you know, after you after you do, after you do the update, mm-hmm. um, I, I would possibly you know just do a reboot just that one time, uh, or whatever, and then um, you should be good. Yeah. Because what you could do. You can also in the uh, I, I, it's been a while since I've done it, so but I think you could probably go through somewhere, let's say about and whatever it'll, it'll tell you the version of the of the uh, yeah e-reader. You, you can yeah because you can check for updates. I don't remember exactly how to do it, but uh, it's in it's in probably the user set. It's in the menu some in, in the main that, yeah the main menu somewhere. Problem. Uh, I was just concerned about the the time, but 
the, what I was told was that there was a bug in the system, whatever one says, and that one could not switch left to right and vice versa and until one gets this most recent update. And I think that just came through this summer. It, it's been oh, very recent. I haven't gotten any. I haven't checked. I haven't checked on mine. That's I've checked mine, and I don't have anything. The latest one that I got is the one that added Bookshare and a reboot option. So that was back in September of last year. Yeah. So Alice, if you go into your user settings, you have a option that says thumb key configuration. And if you press enter on that, you can change your settings. They told me it would not work until I do the update because oh. there was a bug. And I think every e-reader differs a bit, you know. So maybe in your case, that was a situation. Um, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I raised my hand, but it's specifically about this, if I may. Uh, who is this? Uh, this is Joel. Joel. Um, yeah, I think okay. Going... Oh, yeah. Go ahead, please. Yeah. If that's okay. Um, because specifically about this, the thumb key navigation changing, I had the same issue. It is buggy. Um, so I just put it back. Um, there is no current update at this time. I think they're talking about a new update they're working on because I've got the same bug with mine where I tried to change my thumb key navigation and just tried to do both two keys on the same navigation. Like it was screwy. So, um, yeah. there is no current update at this time to fix that, though. Um, so, I think they were talking about when they're upcoming. I got the call from NLS. That, mm. That's exactly what they told me. Yeah, because there's no, no update currently. It might be coming out soon, hopefully. Might but be, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I know. said, I don't work for them. So, I can't speak to when their update schedule is going to be. But I would check. But I would keep an eye out for it. And... Um, just keep just keep trying to work with it and see and see what results you get because these machines are constantly under development too so there's going to be stuff that changes and everything else I mean they added bookshare in the last update so <laughs> that says a lot okay we have seven more minutes we may a little bit extend if need be but otherwise okay. so if so we, we need go to, to the next I have time to go over if we need to Thank go you. Over. Okay, wonderful. Okay. okay. All right. We Who's have next? Estelle next. Estelle next. Followed by Eric. Yes. Thank you. Uh, is there a cost to do using Bookshare? Mm, good um, question. There is. So there is a cost, but there are ways that you can get that for free. So Estelle, um, they do charge, um, I think, $80 a year now, but you can apply for financial assistance. I don't know how that process works. Um, so I would go to, you can go to bookshare.org and take a look at that. Um, however, that isn't the only option you got. If you have, if you are a student at Hadley Institute for the Blind, they will pay for a Bookshare membership for you to be in there um, also. If you are with a NLS library that is giving Bookshare memberships to their patrons, you can use that. However, that's a last resort option because I don't know when that funding 
is going to run out. I know some libraries are doing it, some aren't. So, but if I were you, Estelle, and you have a, um, if if you have a, um, a student, yeah, if you're a student at Hadley Institute for the Blind and Vision Impaired, I would contact them and get a Bookshare membership with them. If not, I would get signed up with Hadley and I would get a Bookshare membership that way for free. You can do that. There is no okay, discount or waiver for the seniors? You don't uh, think so? I don't think there's a discount specifically for seniors. However, like I said, you can get financial assistance um, for a Bookshare membership if that's the route that you wanted to take. Um, I Like I said, how that process works, I don't know because I get my Bookshare membership through Hadley. So that is already paid for through them. But if you wanted to go that route, go to bookshare.org and take a look at that. But honestly, that's what I said. I would just go to Hadley. And if you're a, if you're a student with them, let them pay for a membership for you to Bookshare. Yeah. Can I also interject? I had my hand, I have my hand up. Um, Sorry. Um, this is Terry. Yes, Terry. Also, also, um, like, okay, so I'm in Maryland and our library offers that. Our, our uh, you know, regional <laughs> library offers it and they pay it. I would check first with your library to see huh. if they offer that. If they don't, then then do the Hadley route or whatever. So, so how generous is Colorado Library? Estelle, you can find out from them. Yep. Okay. Yeah, just Great. call them and ask them if they offer the the um bo the yeah. uh book share for free, cool. and they'll yeah. set you up with an account. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Could you, Celine? Uh, could you repeat mm -hmm. the phone number for the East Bay Center? I didn't. I'm not. I'm pretty slow, so I didn't get all the numbers down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no problem. It is five one zero. Tell me when you are ready. I'm ready. Okay. Five one zero. Five, one. Okay. Yeah. Eight four three. Eight four three. Okay. Six, uh, six nine three five. Six nine three five. Thank you very All much. All right. Welcome. We move to the next. Okay. Next Rick. up is Rick. Hi, one really basic, dare I say, dumb question. She said something about uh, using computer braille in some of the searches, and I can't remember what which ones. But could she be referring to the old EBAE computer braille, or is there some other um, code that she was referring to? The old computer braille that is in the old Braille standard in UEB, it was baked in. And you don't need to use computer Braille in searches. The only place that you would, that's recommended to use computer Braille is for password entries. And that is it. And that is only because of passwords sometimes containing letters and numbers and things getting all mixed right. up. So that is mm -hmm. why. You're Searches, you can use regular, good old-fashioned grade one or grade two. 
depending on your gotcha. program. So if you, in the, the password, if you have a period in it, you'd use four six instead of two four instead of two five six. Yeah, if you switched mm -hmm. it to computer braille, but if you wanted to try, yeah, using and if you have, if you're using a, a number one, you'd use your dot two instead of a number sign dot one. Yep, yep. That, oh. that, that's it. Uh huh. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. know that. Good okay. to know. Thanks. Good enough. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Next up is Beth. Yes. I would request people to be brief now. We're reaching okay. the end of the hour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just. It yes. was. It's quick, but I. Now, how are you going to know about updates? Does the e-reader e they don't let you know about it, right? Like, how are you? How are you going to like be able to find out? Um. They might put something in your newsletter. They might not. Um, if your library has a, a newsletter that they offer you, if they don't, they don't. Um, the other thing, too, is if you go into the software update section and you have a thing, it says check for update. You can have it check for updates and it will do that for you. And okay. if there's an update available, it'll say that. But if there's no update available, it'll tell you that, too. So. Oh, that's oh, cool. something you can do. Oh. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no problem. Okay, Jewel has something to add. Uh, Jewel is another expert here. Yes, quick comment. <laughs> okay. Um, some yeah. public libraries will also support um, people with memberships to Bookshare, depending mm -hmm. on your area. Um, so if you're State Library for the Blind doesn't have that available. Some public libraries will also, especially for their elderly pa uh, patrons. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Also, um, as far as the um, updates, there is an option for automatic check for updates under the um, software update section. So just if you like to have it automatically check, every time you turn it on, it'll check automatically for an update. So that's what I just wanted to add. Good. Thank you. All right. Next. Alan Jones. Okay. Alan. Alan? Um, I think Everyone he was could... unmuted. Yeah. yeah. Uh -oh. could... Yes. No? Okay. So. Okay. I just sent another request to his computer to unmute. Yeah. All done. Zoom meeting closed. There we go. Okay. Twenty-four participants. All you button. Audio now unmuted. Audio now unmuted. Alan, please speak up. Yes, you are by itself, but we can hear you. Yeah. Okay, uh, this presentation, uh, is this on the humanware or the ZoomMac, or does it can, can turn both? Humanware. Yeah. So it's, I'll still uh, have to go through the Perkins School for help on the, the ZoomMac e-reader, the one I'm using. Now. Lowered. Okay, do you, Black has left do the you have a, okay, are you in a state so Perkins has Zoomax from what I heard on the presentation last, yeah, whenever they had it. So like I said, it's going to determine where you live. But if you live in a state that has humanware, you will get a humanware e-reader. Does that make sense? 
Yes, that makes sense because this uh, e-reader came from uh, the Perkins School, and like the professor said, our uh, Corey, I think I'm now, he had a presentation back some time ago. So that answered my question. So thanks a lot, and you did a good job. Okay, thank you, Alan, and thank you, everybody. We have reached the end of the hour, or we have passed a little bit, and also uh, no more uh, hand raise, so that's good. I wish you all good week ahead and good weekend before you sign off. Just remember, next week we are going to have I Have a Question session. So bring your questions related to Braille. Either email me at shah at eastwestcenterfortheblind.org or bring with you and feel free to ask any Braille-related question. Thank you and take care. Bye now.